Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Ring 20s Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. On Thursday, we have a very exciting guest, someone we've been waiting to talk to for a long time because this is a topic that Brenda and I have been interested in getting someone on the show about and a topic I know that other people our age might be thinking about. We have Dr. Jilani coming on. She is a fertility specialist. Is that what she is? Um, I'll get her exact title and put it in the show notes, but we're going to be talking with her about all things fertility, babies, planning for pregnancy. I mean, that's kind of far off for me, but there, I know a lot of women in their 20s are thinking about it. Absolutely. Yeah. No, we just, we really thought it would be relevant, you guys, because we always talk about how being in your 20s is a whole slew of things. Some people are thinking about certain things. Other people, it hasn't even crossed their mind. Other people have been there, done that. So there's just all different aspects of it. Obviously, Julia and I often talk about things that are relevant to us. Um, And although this specific topic might not be something we're thinking about today in this moment, there are certain ways in which it does apply to us today in this moment um, or things that we're going to want to know down the line. So Mm -hmm. as I'm sure, you can imagine this is something that we know absolutely virtually nothing about which is why we are having an expert on the show zero (laughs) zero percent like we should probably know a little bit more as women but like no one ever teaches us Nobody uh, does. So like, I'm, what the I'm heck? Looking for the general us. So we know nothing. We know absolutely nothing, but we're curious. We're curious because aspects of fertility, infertility, I feel like we hear more and more, unfortunately, all these things about women who, you know, assume that they are fertile and then they're not. And, you know, all these challenges and obstacles that they have to overcome mentally, emotionally, financially, if they're looking for alternative treatments in order to be able to conceive, like there's all these things that aren't even in our ether thinking as we like to say and um yeah we just want to get those questions answered so for anyone that is either starting to think about this or anyone that has maybe even struggled with infertility we had a couple of episodes back we spoke with ashley uh, deloro and her episode is so powerful she talked about her journey with infertility um, and now she has a beautiful baby boy um but it's definitely a challenge and it's a topic that is incredibly powerful uh, and difficult. So yeah. hopefully and very sensitive. Yeah. So want to just respect, you know, and say that for everybody, wherever you are in your journey, whether you faced that or are worried about facing that, or have not even thought about that, that we just want to hold space for everybody and that we know that it can be a very sensitive topic. So we are going to do our best to just speak from our own experiences and like, just talk about what we're thinking about it. So as not to, um, yeah you know, feel that we know anything personally about that journey, because personally, I do not. Me either. But um, let's get into all of that in a moment. But first, it's time for Pride and Um, My pride, my pride this week is that... Um, you oh, do perfect. 
<laughs> right, right. Um, so many my pride is that I've been cooking so much. Uh, uh, I am proud. Right? I'm, I'm so proud. proud. Like, it's one of those things where I'm like, fuck, am I being annoying by like sending people this? And I'm like, honestly, no, because no, I want to see every day. I wish you sent more. <laughs> I'm like, the people on the receiving end get what a big deal this is. <laughs> And I've had, I've been having so much fun with it. And I think I had this idea that like cooking equals stress, cooking equals annoying, like all these things. But honestly, a lot of the things that I'm cooking aren't even fully for myself. Like I've been making it for Chris and truly at first in my brain, I I kind of thought that I like had to, which is weird and a whole thing we can explore later down the line another day, Mm, but write that down. That is a good topic to explore. Right. Yeah. Um, But then now I'm just like having fun with it and I didn't realize how having like my own space to do things with with like my own things and whatnot would excite me um but yeah it's been interesting it's been really interesting it's been fun I love like seeing Chris's reaction when he tries things and it not being like disgusted (laughs) Um, and him being like 10 out of 10 and like it brings me joy um yeah like I really enjoy it so that's a huge pride so proud um, and then a pickle um I know I talk about money a lot here on the show which is weird because I don't really think about it as much as I talk about it but I think that sometimes I do channel like whenever I build up certain like let's say that I used to cope with my emotions with food valid accurate um I feel like sometimes now I've I like shift that like urgy sensation to like spending money sometimes not even like not anything like extravagant or something, but I feel like I almost like do that to an extent. And sometimes it's things I do, I do need. And sometimes it's not. And I, I don't want anyone to think I'm like addicted to shopping because that's truly not it either. Um, but no, I guess but it gives I'm, you that like serotonin. That's precisely what I'm referring to. Yep, it's I like that, that instant gratification thing yep. that I think we all kind of do and channel differently depending on the season. I totally do that with buying things. And it's like, sometimes it's close, but sometimes it's just like Amazon. Yeah. Like, whenever I'm like down or like feeling unproductive, like sometimes I buy something on Amazon. No, literally. Okay. I'm really glad that you really, because for a second, I'm like, shoot, people are going to think I have like a problem. No. <laughs> like, I think no, it's I mean, just it's probably not the best coping mechanism. It's, t- yeah, it's definitely not. But, but I definitely also do it. And I don't always attribute it. Like I'm saying it now very logically as like, oh, I do this in response to anxiety and looking for like a hit of dopamine or serotonin, whatever. But like I told, I, in the moment I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, this just makes sense. <laughs> yep. No, I definitely do it as a coping mechanism yeah. for anxiety. That's all right, you guys. So we'll uh, let you know when we uh, find the fix to that. Yeah, we'll explore that one also. <laughs> we have a lot of things are coming up, aren't they? Yeah um my pride this week is that I'm going to Vegas this weekend oh I've never been to Vegas before have you been there I haven't but I'm so shook Vegas okay honey yes literally just for two days we're going to a music festival um and it's very close to LA we're driving it's only like three and a half hours um but I've just never been there before I'm very excited to experience I feel like I don't even know what I would call this season of your life. I'm going to think of like a chapter title, but it's so like, you know. <laughs> Run into some sort of, how would you describe that motion? Like. Firework? Yeah. Like, it's just like, 
I don't know how to describe it. We're going to think about it, but I'm very excited for you. Thank you. I'm so cool. excited. I have nothing to wear. Speaking of buying clothes. Mm. I bought yeah. an outfit online um, and it's not going to come in time. I, I did feel like, it was okay. like, like yeah. I kind of like bought it and prayed and it, I shouldn't have done that. From Sheen? Yep. You love it there. I do. $8. It's or miss, but I, I, ha- I do get a good thing or two once in a while. Mm, yeah. I actually ordered from there the other day. I shouldn't have. It was one of my dopamine hits. Yeah. Yep. I actually so ordered I- it at literally four in the morning, which is just... Oh, that's bad. You should never order things at four in the morning. But I was awake. I was fresh-brained. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Any hoodles? What's your pickle, sis? Any hoodles. So I'll tell you all about that next week. Um, and my pickle is just feeling, like, very frustrated in wanting things to move quicker than they are in terms of, like, things that I want. Mm. Um, just feeling, like wishing I could move the needle faster but unfortunately it's not exactly in my control is this in the in your career darling yes so feeling that extra this past two weeks Mm -hmm. um there is like um a Mars in something happening with Mars that in in um, my chart in the house of career this week that d- Mars causes tension and like brings up things so it does make sense that I've been feeling it extra these past two weeks but I definitely am feeling it extra and just like oh, it's just annoying and frustrating and of course no it is do you feel like there's like is it extra do you feel like you've been doing something differently or you just have like higher expectations or desires I just feel like I have very strong desires and they're just not being met yet. Mm. And that's just annoying to me. Oh, it is annoying. Okay. Understood. Valid. Mm -hmm. And I think even honestly, another great topic to dive into. Wow. We're coming up with a lot of topic ideas. Wow, We're really smart. Yeah. We're smart. We're smart. But anyway, today's topic is bubbies. Bubbies. Um, Bubbies. And um, I'm very interested. I have two, two things. One um, I'm really interested in doc- to talk to Dr. Jelani about, because again, and this might be the dumbest thing that I've ever said, but I know nothing about this at all. Like if there's things that we can like do to take care of our bodies so that like maybe we'll be more fertile when the time comes. Like uh-huh. I, I'm sure that sounds so- super dumb and people are probably like, no, Julia, like there's nothing you can do. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I wonder like if there's certain like things like foods we should eat or foods we should avoid or like certain types of like I don't know meditation or acupuncture or things that like make your body more hospitable like I don't I I truly don't know and I'm sure it's yeah. like out of anybody's control and it's just like your hormones and just like the way you're born but like um it's something I'm interested in asking her about because for and this leads me to my next question for me uh, and I would like to know for you, Brenna, like the idea of having a baby right now um, feels quite a few years off. Mm-hmm. So whereas I know other women in their 20s might already have babies, might be trying to have babies, might be planning on having a baby in the next couple of years. For me, it's like at least 
probably five, like four or five years at least. Yeah. Um, at least. So it's, I'm, I'm curious about if you could pick like an ideal age to have a baby. And again, I fully understand that a lot of this is completely out of our control and just in the hands of our biology. But, and if you believe in faith, faith, um, but if you could have the power to choose, like what ideal age do you think you would want to have like your first kid? Yeah, that's you, oh, also, sorry. I just want to preface that. Um, I'm sorry. I'm talking for a long time, but, and then answer that question. But, um, I just want to say that if you are a woman and you do not want to have kids, that that is 100% okay and your decision and does not make you any less of a woman if you cannot or do not want to have children. I just think that that's really important to say and we could talk more on that after you answer this question, but I felt that that was necessary too. It's it's so necessary, Jew. Genuinely, I think it's a big thing that a lot of uh, people who identify as women, I'm sure, feel a lot of pressure um, to do. Yep. I think I've always thought to, for myself, like, oh, of course I want to be a mom. Of course I want to be a mom for so many reasons, uh, starting with how special my relationship to my mom is, how much of an impact she's made on me, how much I've always wanted to be that for someone else, how much that, um, you know, ability and caring nature that I already think I have inherently, like, plays a role in the way that I lead anything that I ever lead, you know? And I think that really being able to impact someone that literally comes right out of you is feels really cool. But at the same time, also feels really scary. And I think it's something that like being further away from it can feel like super like, oh yeah, whatever. Um, cool. Like, yeah, I definitely want to do that. And I still believe that I do, but I will say as we've gotten, not that I feel close to it, because to answer your question, I feel like, I don't know, 29, 30, I'm not sure. Yeah, um, I'm like, like 31, 32. Yeah, like I think probably, I don't, I think right today that that would feel most right. Um, I would say for me, I would definitely want to like be married before then. Um, me too. And, and again, no judgment to anyone who is not married before that or no. wants to do it on their no, own. No, no, no not like, at all. Honestly, more than anything, for, for me, the reason for that is more so that I think I especially now that like I'm like okay we have a home and here's like how this works I think I just realized in terms of like the financials like I would love to be able to focus on our relationship and that's not to say that we won't after other things happen but like I think I would love to be able to be like okay we put all the things we did towards this and now we're able to focus on like something else yeah Um, so I think that's where it makes sense but I think I definitely like I've been walking with my parents and being, being like I can't imagine like something growing inside of you like I just have these like moments sometimes where I'm like what the fuck like it's so cool and it's so beautiful but I can't imagine me like I can picture and understand it for someone else but I can't yet like put that put myself in that situation because it's just it's literally so like hard to conceptualize (laughs) yeah and also it's okay if like you're a woman in her 20s and like doesn't know yet if you want to have kids or not like I can I, I think I've, I've always known, like, I do want to be a mom. That's something I've always wanted. It's something I want now, whether that 
you know, I don't know what my life has in store for me, whether I'm partnered or not partnered at some point in my life, like I'm gonna, I do want to be a mom. Um, but I can imagine for some people that that really depends on like time and place and circumstance of like, maybe if you find, maybe you're not sure you want to be a mom, but then maybe if you find someone who you then want to be a mom with, or like, you're with someone now and like you can't see yourself having kids with them but then later down the road like you have kids on your own like there's so many options um so if you don't know yet that there's nothing wrong with that either like you do not have to fucking know yeah you totally don't have to know and I think also in terms of like that idea of having it all figured out I don't know maybe it's just the fact that people don't talk about it as much as they do now or maybe there's still more vulnerability that can be shown when it comes to motherhood like I think it's one of those things that I keep learning over and over again that I'm like oh they don't know either oh they are not like think about all these moms that read or new moms that read books and like try and figure it out because there is no like actual like script and how it's I think that's what scares me and intimidates me mostly about that is also honestly which we could use this as a strength right like all of our knowledge on aspects of the brain and being able to say and do the quote-unquote right things that positively impact someone I think this is like a little too deep but I think I feel a lot of fear around the fact that like anything I say and do can mold someone for better or worse (laughs) um yeah yeah that's I mean it's a huge fucking responsibility to raise a child like that is a crazy responsibility and I think it's crazy that society just expects women to play that role like that is changing in some aspects but I really don't think in a lot of aspects it is like it's like oh you're a woman like yeah you're gonna raise a child like that is a crazy thing to expect of someone it really is and I like feel bad for even saying what I said out loud but it's it's just like the reality of it like I think so much of the knowledge that we have can be used to our benefit or to or can like hinder our thoughts and I'm normally and I think you guys have been seeing it more so recently than not but I'm normally not like a super worst case scenario type of thinker but lately I've I've been exploring that realm unintentionally I don't really know why I think I just really have a lot more unknowns in my life than usual and as a result I think my brain's just like going towards different aspects but like that's what came to mind for me I'm like fuck like you can you can ruin someone and like I don't actually believe that like I feel like in any other time I would have so I think about like the idea of being able to be to someone what my mom is to me. And I'm like, there is nothing more special, but at the same time, it is a lot. So long story long, you guys, no judgment. And however you feel, if you don't know how, what you feel, um, if you don't know what your partner feels like so many different things. Um, yeah, I don't even know which direction to go in because I have so many thoughts in my head, but, <laughs> um, do you think you that it's important to have a conversation with a partner, a potential partner, especially one that you could see a future with about kids, even if it's not in your inner thinking? Good question. I think if you are a person that knows for sure that you either want to have kids or not have kids, to me, uh, and okay, so twofold. If you're a person that knows that for 100%, you either want to have kids or not want to have kids. And if you are also a person that is sure that you want to be in a monogamous relationship, um, I think that it is important 
to me at this age when you're dating like I wouldn't date someone at this age like that I couldn't see a possible future with and like of course you don't know what life holds like things change but at least like that growth mindset and a possible Mm. future with I think is really important so like if I were dating someone right now and that person didn't want to have kids and I know I really want to have kids like to me that I wouldn't entertain a relationship like that because to me that feels like a waste of time because we don't have the same vision of the future and Mm -hmm. like you can love someone and someone can be so incredible but if you don't have the same vision of the future I just don't think that it's at this age, that wouldn't be worth my time. Maybe when a younger, a totally a younger me, like absolutely, if who the fuck cares, like do whatever. But at this age and the way I view my time right now, like I, I only want to be with someone that has the same vision of the future with me as me. So I personally think that that is an important thing to communicate when you're like in early stages of dating someone that you can potentially see a future with do you have the same vision of the future yeah absolutely no that's so powerful yeah I agree I really do and it's interesting how that plays a role in my life now because actually when we were younger so me and Chris have been together for a while you all know that I don't need to remind you but when we started dating we were 15 and at the time he really like would very much say that he wasn't interested in having kids. And it would really, at the time when I knew even less that like about anything. Also 15 um, year old boy, 15 year old boy. 15 year old boy, exactly. I'm talking about 26 year old Oh yeah, <laughs> no, no, a hundred percent. But I remember at the time wondering to myself and like, is this not, not okay? Or like, is there a possibility for this to change? And, or mm-hmm. am I willing to risk the possibility that it won't? So more yeah. so like, bringing up that question, like at the end of the day, like, I don't think people should lie. I do think people's opinions can change, but like, what if you're in a situation, which this happens to not be my current situation, his feelings have in fact changed from when he was a 15 year old boy, but like there was totally a possibility that it wouldn't have. And as a result, I wonder how I would have navigated that like emotionally. And I don't even want to explore it, but I guess what I'm saying is, if somebody does tell you straight up and their opinion stays the same as like, nope, that's not what I want. And I did tell you that like, whoa, like that's a really hard situation to be in. So anyway, I took that chance and I believed that it would change just knowing the way that he is. Where you were in your life when you had that. And also I I think there's a difference between being unsure and very firm in what you want. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I think if you're someone that like, wants kids and your partner is like yeah I think if it were the right time and right person like that's one thing but if you're like I definitely want kids and your partner is like I definitely do not want kids like that feels more of a problem yeah for sure yeah so there's just like so many different factors to it yeah it's crazy but um what else did I want to say about babies babies so crazy I just can't believe how much like there is to learn like with every new phase in life and I think we're really starting to feel that especially in our mid-20s as and we're just gonna keep fucking learning that over and over again every year that comes our way but like it's crazy how much there is to learn and how much you just don't learn until it's right in front of you Mm -hmm. 
it is so crazy. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it's, and it's funny how, like, still, I think it's also funny how, like, when you're younger, like, I think, I think, like, when I was younger, I thought, like, oh, yeah, like, mid-20s, like, that's when you have a baby, but, like, it's so funny how, like, that, like, I, I, I could not imagine having a kid before 30 at this point in my life, yeah. for me personally, and, like, no judgment. I mean, I'm gonna be honest, I can't, e- I still can't even, like, imagine it, like, I can't quite picture it for the sake of just, it's not, our reality right now right I still desire it and see it yep yeah and I just want to circle back quickly to what we said before about like not having children or not wanting children or not being able to have children does not make you any less of a woman I think that society has still not learned and projected that I think that's still probably a huge struggle for a lot of women um maybe less so for women that know they don't want kids but maybe more so for women that do want to have kids and can't Mm -hmm. um yeah I I can imagine that that might make someone question their womanhood because of like societal pressures but um it you shouldn't because it doesn't doesn't yeah I'm really glad you said that too. I think it's, I think it's a really big thing that isn't talked about enough or isn't emphasized enough. Or even if we tell people that, I think it's really hard to still. And I'm like not the right person to say it. I just think it's interesting that we don't talk about it more. No, we don't. And and you're, and you're so right. And I think the way you're saying it though, too, comes across incredibly genuine and, and meaningful, but it's just, it's one of those things where I feel like we can know something or the someone going through it can understand that like, oh, this doesn't make me less than one, but the way that they feel, I'm sure, like, especially I think about like one of my big fears. And I kind of talked about this on Ashley's episode that we did with her, but like based on just all of the weight loss attempts that I've done based on all of the supplements that I've put into my body for the sake of granted, I felt like a lot of shame and pain and whatnot. So I was willing to kind of do anything to shift that. And I knew, like, I've read like warning signs and whatnot. Granted, they have to put that stuff on most things, but like, I've totally seen in moments, like, you know, this isn't regulated or whatever. Again, I'm not taking anything crazy, by the way, you guys, I'm making it sound more scary than it is, but long story short, like I've totally had moments where I'm like, shoot, what if this like somehow impacts my ability to be able to like conceive in the future? And a lot of like shame around the idea that like I chose and granted so much love to that version of me, but she was, she was hurting, but that I chose like wanting to look different for the potential of, I don't know, whatever could or couldn't be. So anyway, I have a really big fear that come time when we do get tested for fertility and whatnot, that like my inability, if there is an inability that it's due to my own, um, like doings. Sure. So that's definitely something that like comes up for me. Yeah. And, and, and your fears, obviously everyone's fears are valid, but like, unfortunately, like God forbid that were the case, like it's something that you could never know because like, like sure, maybe probably not, but like, you know, and it, like it could very well just be your body or your hormones. And like, unfortunately, like, I don't think we have control over that. Yeah, no, totally. And I think that that's just one of those things that everybody 
is going to have to keep in mind when and if the time comes is like it we can't like you can't blame yourself directly because you don't know you're right like it could really literally not be that at all but I think it's so easy to blame you and something being wrong with you whether you quote unquote think you caused it or not um to just be gentle with yourself especially if that's something that you're going through right now in this moment or will ever go through like the last thing that your body needs is for you to be on its fucking opposite team oh yeah 100 percent. I also think another topic that people don't talk about that much or like maybe I'm just not in the ether of it because like I'm not trying to be a mom right now but like about like how distorting it must be to gain so much weight so quickly and or, or or have your body change so drastically so quickly like I just like can't believe we don't talk about that more that like all of a sudden you're pregnant and then like your body in nine months completely changes like the body that you've had for like however many years 20 something whatever years like maybe you've gone through body changes before maybe some weight loss some weight gain growing I don't know but like to to have your body shift that much in such a short amount of time like I can't believe that we don't talk about the mental effects of that more let alone the physical effects of it yeah no I I so agree and it's it's really crazy because I think that I don't know I I I hear that like a lot of women ultimately make some peace with that other women really fucking struggle with that I think it's it's like you said like very individualized why why is no one preparing us I'm not sure because I will say I've totally had the exact thought go through my brain of, I don't know if I want to do that because my body would change so much. Mm -hmm. And granted, I know where that's coming from, blah, blah, blah. I don't feel that in this exact moment in time, but like, I've totally had those thoughts, you know, of like, am I emotionally ready to, you know, to navigate this situation that like, I felt so much like pain and discomfort in, in the past and, you know, all this stuff. So it's, it's totally and especially if it's something that you've never gone through honestly whether you've gained and lost weight in your life or drastically and or not like it's challenging to feel shifts that are beyond your control I'm just mad that like nobody prepares women for their body changing in both stages of like in multiple stages of body changing like no one prepares women I don't I don't think anybody prepares women well enough for your changing body during puberty and I haven't seen anybody prepare any well enough anybody well enough for your changing body during pregnancy like it, literally like, we only have that so one book that we read mad. at Liz's house yeah Karen what's keeping that fucking book called Karen keeping a view <laughs> stupid puberty book like literally. no one does a good I don't think anyone does a good job of that that I've been through so I can vouch for that like no one in my ether did a good job of that and I can imagine that it's probably similar for the for the other body change yeah so we're with you guys clearly you could see <laughs> <laughs> you could see that we get it for a lot of things maybe not the actual situation right now but Um, any thoughts that you may have had have probably crossed our minds any fears have probably crossed our minds and I'm sure that as we get closer and closer to what we think we envision for our lives in the future that it's going to be a topic that comes up more and more Um, but for anyone that is unsure for anyone that is nervous for anyone that isn't interested wherever it is that you are we support you we hear you your story and your thoughts are important and um, if this is something that you're struggling with whether it's it's infertility then know that luckily um, hopefully you'll learn a lot from our episode on Thursday and some options that you can consider if they feel aligned for you so that you can um, you know do what you want to do 
Yeah. If you want to start thinking about it, if you don't want to start thinking about it, if you don't want to think about it ever, we support you. We love you. Bebes. Who knows about them? Bebes. Who knows? I don't know. But I'm excited for Thursday. I think we're going to learn a lot. And I'm excited to hear all of Dr. Jumani's wonderful wisdom. Thank you guys for listening, for being with us every week, twice a week. If you can, please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to us. It helps the show out so much. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share it with your baby if you have one. Mm-hmm. And remember, you, you are, are a 10 out of 10, baby. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to Roaring 20s Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring 20s Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.